Cross the Streams Podcast. We're back, y'all. I know it's been a while. You know, I think effectively season five as a weekly episode producing segment you can you can rely on getting something from me every week is effectively over. That's okay. I'm proud of myself. First season um, that I've been doing this solo, uh, you know, with Kane making the move to Boise State and just not having the same amount of time. Um, so getting 30 episodes out in season five, I'm damn happy with that, man. We got to celebrate. We got to celebrate ourselves sometimes. But I, I'm not ready to be done with podcasting, right, for an entire length of my season here at Willamette University that's starting. We actually have our home opener, regular season opener tonight here. I'm taping Tuesday, November 9th. Um, I, I don't have the amount of time or, or the space to, to create weekly content anymore, but I always have stuff pop up. Uh, you know, social media never fails to give us content. The world we inhabit, the lives we live never fails to give us content. So I, I want to reserve the right to give you a random pod between now and the end of February when the Bearcat season hopefully ends in some positivity. Um, so you'll get some one-offs from us. Um, this one is going to be a reading out loud segment. I just published um, what I call dad squids and tears to medium. So I, I put up my article um, on my medium content, my Twitter feed and my LinkedIn. You can read it if you want. Um, I know reading's kind of a lost art, not because all of you out there are illiterate. No, I'm not insulting your intelligence by any means. I'm just respectful of your time. So maybe the podcast version uh, of the Medium article is more digestible uh, for you and also allows me to kill two birds with one stone with the same story, but I'm also passionate about. Uh, it reflects around, revolves around my son and I's experience watching an emotional movie in tears uh, between the two of us. So that's next up. Um, on this segment across the streams podcast as season six I imagine will kick off in March back to having guests back to having weekly content but for now enjoy this one-off and a few more to come throughout the holiday season cross the streams dad's squids in tears cross the streams reading out loud a moment of realization that my son needs me to show him emotion is okay we are Gambu, gunshot, body drop, the familiar clog in my throat that always accompanies tears welling up in my eyes is heavy and present. However, before the final dam breaks and the crying begins for me, all because of this poignant scene, episode six of Squid Game, the Netflix smash hit, I hear stifled wailing behind me on the couch. I've been watching this episode with my oldest son, he's 14. And it now dawns on me that his usual ever-present, and I by ever-present, I mean ever-present, constant, scene-by-scene commentary, movies, Netflix games, that he does, has gone mute the past five or six minutes. I turn towards the sound and see that my son is experiencing the same emotional gut punch that I am watching this episode and is clearly crying. However, while I've been letting the tears drip down my cheek while keeping my eyes on the screen, you know, let me set the scene, I'm seated in front of him by about a foot or two, so my back is to him. He's taken a large couch pillow and covered up his entire face. It's not preventing me from hearing, seeing, and experiencing his emotion in real time. Um, and I think to myself, man, this might be the first time I've seen this boy cry that isn't like physical injury related. It's just not something he usually does. Society says his attempt to hide his emotion is what men should do. We should be stoic. We should be undaunted in the face of real tragedy. We must grit our teeth, clench our jaws and shed no tears for the death of anyone or anything. Carry on, push past it, I'm fine. Full disclosure, I do not want to be the guy who passes on that mindset to my sons. If you read 
listened or interacted with me at any point in the past 10 years, you're aware of the challenge I put on myself in terms of fighting for a healthier manhood using the small platform I have, both as a basketball, college basketball coach and as a business owner. If you are new to the KIPP experience, here's a synopsis. Men can be more. More caring, more emotionally fluent, more open to feelings. We can do all those things by understanding the ways we've been socialized to purposely stunt all versions of supposed tenderness in ourselves, and maybe even more damaging, stunt all versions of tenderness in the men and boys we come into contact with in our daily lives, others that we emotion police. With this information as the backdrop, imagine my fear when I saw my son actively trying to stifle his true feelings. I felt an immediate crushing disappointment seeing his shoulders heave behind a pillow pressed against his face. I didn't feel a disappointment in him. I felt a disappointment in me. Somewhere along this journey and this work of talking with boys and men across the country about how to be open to supposedly taboo emotion, to be eager to express, show, and experience your feelings, my own son slipped through the cracks and my own son doesn't appear to have learned this lesson that I supposedly, you know, share with men all across the United States? What did I model wrong? Did he see me push back tears before? Did I say something ridiculous and snarky about another man we saw crying together in my son's in earshot of my comment? I racked my brain for both the cause of what I was witnessing and for the answer as to what to do about it. After what seemed like an eternity, but probably lasted, you know, 10 seconds, I put my hand on his knee and I said, son, look at me. No, not yet, he said, through tears. Look at me, I repeated and pulled his pillow down, revealing his emotion-rich face. I'm crying too, man. I pointed at the tears streaming down my own cheek. This shit is sad, bro. Real sad. Why are you covering your face? Are you embarrassed to cry in front of me? I'm embarrassed to cry in front of anyone, he said. Don't. If you feel like crying, you cry, I countered. I trust you to decide if crying over a Madden loss is the same thing as crying over a death in our family. But it's your call, man. Don't hold shit in because me, your friends, or any other clown says you can't cry. Now, I said this, right, guys? There, but there wasn't some awe-inspiring symphony of music that erupted and my son's life was totally made better immediately. I have zero evidence that this interaction changed his outlook or will inform his next emotional moment. I mean, everyone out there, if you know me, I'm as likely to cry after a Dallas Cowboy late game collapses anyone, so maybe I'm not the best role model. But I had to create space for him to explore it himself. Dad's reading this. Dad's listening to this. I hope you choose to do the same. Men cannot continue to cower at the idea of showing each other our true feelings, of being vulnerable with one another. Hell, even saying the word vulnerable to each other. We can only close wounds by opening up to what they make us feel. We can only claim to be brothers if we're actually authentically ourselves around one another. And damn it, if an on-screen pseudo-father-son marbles game ends in the death of a loving grandpa named Il-Nam, then damn it, we should all be sobbing together. Cross the Streams podcast, Dad Squids in Tears, Reading Out Loud session, originally published November 9th by Kip Ione, kion.medium.com. Content Reminder. The opinions expressed on today's episode are those of the hosts and guests alone and should not be viewed as reflective of the opinions of the institutions or employers of the hosts and guests.